please don't wait till it's too late. Call McIntyre Elder Law. McIntyre with McIntyre Elder Law, helping seniors protect their assets and legacies. And I'm talking over planes that are landing. I'm at Marlins Park in Miami, Florida. We're down here for a conference. Steph is down here with me. Hey, Steph. How are you doing? Huh? Nice and warm? It is warm. Yes, it is. And... I wanted to talk a little bit about guardianships in today's Elder Law Report. Um, Much of this week, I've been involved in guardianship hearings, contested guardianship hearings. Guardianship hearings can be very contentious. The, the situations that surround guardianships can tear families apart, literally. And the ones that I were, were, was involved in this week, there was, I think it was almost cathartic getting some of the bad blood out during the hearing because I think there was some healing that took place at the end and but those those hearings are stressful they're not just stressful for me extremely stressful for the family as well um, and I've done a lot of trial work and I feel very comfortable in those hearings but you can avoid that a guardianship hearing is where someone in the family may be incompetent or incapacitated and money's frozen or or healthcare decisions can't be made unless someone is appointed over those matters. There are three types of guardianship. One, a guardian of the estate, which is over the money and legal matters. Two, guardian of the person, which is over healthcare decisions. And three, general guardianship, which is over both legal matters, financial matters, and personal decisions like healthcare decisions. Tune in next week for the Elder Law Report where we're going to talk about deed planning. Deed planning. Okay. So you can avoid guardianships by appointing a trusted family member or someone you trust in your life to be a an attorney, in fact, or an agent for you through a document called what, Steph? What, we call, what would we call that? What's your guess? A power of attorney. That's correct. A general <laughs> powers of attorney, yes. A general durable power of attorney is general in the sense it covers everything from real estate matters to bank accounts to um, you know, really any legal or financial matter. Somebody else can take care of that for you. The personal matter, the health care matters. I think they're coming for you, Seth. <laughs> the health care, they're coming to put out the fire because you're so hot. Thanks. Uh, 
So a healthcare power of attorney is where you appoint a healthcare agent over your healthcare decisions. We're at a ballpark. Steph, can you show the ballpark? That's the Marlins Stadium. That's where they play baseball. Steph, how many people play in a baseball team? Oh, you're asking the wrong How many girl. people play in a baseball game for one team? Nine. Nine, nine people on the field. That's right. Nine players. That was a guess, but I guess Unless it was a you're good in guess. the American League, and then you can have a tenth DH with the best of you. Okay. So, so designated, DH, a designated, designated hitter. Designated hitter. So somebody's like hitting for the pitcher or the worst guy. So good job. I watched a little baseball. So do you think it would be a good idea, Steph, to bring nine people on the road when the Marlins go play the Braves in, in Atlanta? Should they bring nine people? No, they should bring more than nine. They should bring more than that, right? The, Why? Because you want to be prepared in case something want to be happens prepared. to your first string Yeah, one team. of your starters, one of your first string players might might get thrown out of the game or get hurt or not be able to perform their duties. So you'd want somebody to come in and play that position. Same with powers of attorney. You can appoint your primary, then you can appoint a secondary. Powers of attorney can also be set up so that two or more people can act together or separately, or you can make them act together. Some people want to make sure the kids are acting together so they both know what each other is doing with mom or dad's money, for instance, okay? So powers of attorney are very, very powerful in avoiding those contentious and just gut-wrenching, family-destroying situations surrounding guardianships and guardianship hearings. Now, I don't want to diminish the importance of guardianships. Guardianships can be very important. And in fact, there's some situations where a guardian really, really needs to be appointed, even a public guardian to come in and to take control of assets or healthcare decisions because a family member or someone else is taking advantage of another. Could, you know, could be a family member, could be someone else that's taking advantage of someone. And we certainly want to provide an avenue in the court system where a guardian can come in and clamp down on that, stop that. The courts, a, a clerk or a judge can put a stop to that, can, can enforce penalties, either civil or criminal penalties um, for that. And, and can put a stop to any type of abuse, such as elder abuse, financial abuse, those things. That's very, very important. And those are a lot of the things that we deal with in some of our guardianship hearings. However, in most cases, you can prevent those things by simply having those foundational documents, the general durable power of attorney and healthcare power of attorney in place ahead of time. And Steph, what I see a lot of times is every once in a while people will come in in dire straits they'll really need to do some planning they might need to activate a health care benefit they might need to activate um, you know medicaid to pay for long-term care for nursing home care they might need to activate um, a veterans benefit like veterans pension uh, to pay for assisted living care um, i was so blessed in a seminar that i did on tuesday night Okay, with Jamie Richards, with Edward Jones. I was extremely blessed. There was a couple there that spoke up and gave a testimonial for me, unprompted, that said, you know, my my dad is in a in assisted living, and he's able to pay for it because of you and the benefits that you activated, Greg McIntyre. And I said, that is freaking awesome. I love that. Um, in fact, you can take somebody who's not 
able to pay for assisted living care and they can actually make more than with that added veterans pension than the cost of the care sometimes. Um, so in that situation, that's what happened. So if though you don't have those powers of attorney in place, it can be almost impossible or very difficult to provide the proper benefits to pay for long-term care. That's one reason there are, are others why it's so important to have those documents in place. Even with a guardianship, sometimes those options can still be explored, but you're making a petition to the courts, usually through an attorney, to ask to do that. And you, you, know, you really have to explain to the courts and sell the courts that this is a good idea to do this benefit or to change the assets. And the courts are reluctant to really do much with assets when someone needs care, okay? So if you wanna protect assets, if you wanna plan ahead, the general durable power of attorney, the healthcare power of attorney, that's, those are two key things, okay? And I wanted to talk to you about guardianships today because they were really on my mind because I spent so much time uh, in guardianship hearings this week. Uh, and, and, you know, just had great results. I was energized coming out of those hearings, uh, but they they can be avoided, okay? They can absolutely be avoided. And I'm going to show you just a little bit around here. Tune in next week, by the way. Um, next week, we're going to have a different topic, and I'm going to tell you what that is before we, we leave. Next week, we'll have uh, a topic, uh, at, and, and it will air on Facebook every Friday at 10 a.m. We do the show, the El Raw Report, every Friday at 10 a.m. We've been doing it for years now, um, and we're going to start delving into some more complicated topics to do with Medicaid planning and veterans planning, okay? So we're at Marlins Park, and there's a registration for this conference. Pretty cool. Looks like Christmas with all the lights. You know? Palm trees make me happy. They they make you happy? Yes. Those Does aren't that means it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> would you would it surprise you to know that these aren't palm trees? Not these. Beyond these trees. These oh, these over palm. here. Okay. I realize. <laughs> I'm just saying, those are. Yeah, those, those are, are nothing but palm trees. I'm aware. <laughs> Tune in next week. Tune in next week for the Elder Law Report where we're going to talk about deed planning. Deed planning.
Thanks, thank you there. Come back. 